0: What does motion sound like? With Kizikans Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom socks. At the heart of every narcissist is a broken, shameful child. Now, a lot of times people think that there can't be a, a broken person in there. There can't be a person that has any type of feelings, that has any type of like thought process about themselves other than just they're the best thing in the world. But a lot of narcissism is developed and built on a foundation of shame. You see with narcissism, how it's formed, how it's developed is you have emotional, physical and mental abuse that happens early on in childhood. You also have the aspects of parents that are overbearing or overcontrolling, Or you have parents that are very enabling and as a result, there's no boundaries. Those are some of the typical ways that narcissism gets formed. As a result, the narcissist doesn't get the chance to be able to develop their emotions in the proper way. So as a result, it's almost like dealing with giant two-year-olds, two to three-year-olds that don't know how to develop And process different emotions that are going on as a result a lot of stuff triggers back to the idea of shame that they're ashamed about themselves they're ashamed about who they are they're ashamed about how they act they're ashamed about what's going on and they try to minimize all that shame all that feelings of inadequacy and insecurity by shoving it down deep one, so that they don't have to deal with it, and two, so they don't have to feel bad about themselves and they can make themselves feel like number one. So in that regards, you do see a decent amount of narcissism that is overcompensating. It's the idea that I feel shame, so I'm gonna act out. I feel insecure, so I'm gonna be the most secure person ever. I feel one way, so I'm gonna go the exact opposite to try to justify and try to be a certain, certain way that I'm not that I'm not actually Narcissist. a lot of times is built on shame and what happens is when that person feels that shame when they internalize that shame when they have a moment of recollection of hey in this moment what just happened I caused. I caused a problem I caused something that'll promote feelings of guilt and feelings of shame so whenever I would feel shame my goal would be to try to lose that shame as fast as possible. So either I would take that shame and I would bury it down so deep that I wouldn't have to think about it, wouldn't have to process it, and I'd just shut down. So I'd be having an argument with my wife and I'd be yelling at her or something like that and she'd be sitting there crying and I wouldn't be able to deal with that because I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I know that I just caused her to cry. I know that I just made the situation awful. I know that it was from me. I know it wasn't from her. And I want to blame it on her. But I know that that came from me. So as a result, what I do is I take that shame, I take that guilt, and I bury it down deep. So I don't have to think about it. So I don't have to process it. So I just sit there and I go completely blank. Or I pick up my phone and I start scrolling through text messages. Or I just walk out. Or I give her the silent treatment. All these types of things are when a lot of times a narcissist feels that shame and feels that guilt, doesn't know how to process it because they haven't been taught how to process. They haven't been taught how to deal with their emotions, so they just shut down. That's the idea of stonewalling. Then you have the opposite, which you see most often in narcissistic relationships, is the rage cycle, where it just escalates and escalates and escalates, and it becomes super frustrating of like, how do you get the narcissist to calm down because all they do is just keep escalating. So what's happening there a lot of times is I'll have a a conversation with my wife and she'll say something and she might mean it as feedback or she might mean it as a statement. And I take it personally. I take it to be like, oh, she's attacking me. I'm not good enough. I have this shame. I have this guilt about a certain topic based on my upbringing, based on stuff going on, based on work, based on home life, whatever it might be. And that triggers me. So it triggers me, so I get frustrated, so I kind of lash back out a little bit. I start to give a little bit of anger, a little bit of, maybe a tinge of rage kind of a thing, and I start doing that. That promotes, on her side, either one of two things. Either one, she's gonna shut down and run away, like crying or like frustrated or something like that, or she's gonna develop a abuse over a period of time where she's gonna start just coming right back at me. Now, if she comes right back, right back at me, I'm just gonna escalate it right away because one, I'm a number one, I have to win, I'm gonna be the best ever, so if you're gonna come back at me and escalate, I'm gonna escalate more. If you're gonna come at me, I'm gonna match you at least, if not go above and beyond, okay? So when she starts crying or when she starts running away, for me it's two different things, when she starts running away, I escalate more because I'm like frustrated, I'm mad, because I know that this shame exists, I know that this guilt exists, I wanna be able to get rid of it. The only way to get rid of it is either to bury it or deal with it. Now, I typically don't wanna deal with it, but sometimes I'll try to deal with it by attacking the person. If I attack the person and show like, hey, you're probably the reason why I feel this way, like this is your fault, then that puts that blame on the other person, makes me feel slightly better about myself, okay? Then you also have the concept of when my wife starts crying, that starts invoking just a tiny bit of guilt, which triggers shame. So I see the guilt. I see, hey, she's crying. She's uncomfortable. She's this way. She's getting ready to have a panic attack, whatever it might be, because of me. I don't like that because remember, I'm perfect. I'm the person that doesn't make mistakes, that doesn't do anything wrong. And I see that I've affected something. I've triggered something in her that's promoted a negative response. So in that moment, what I'm feeling is I'm feeling that guilt. I'm feeling that shame. I just want it to stop. Like no matter what happens, I just want it to stop in that moment. I can't stop it with stonewalling. I can't stop it with just like coming after her. And so in that moment when she's crying, all I'm thinking is like, how do I get to stop? There might be moments of frustrations of like, oh, here we go again now she's crying again or there might be moments of like like let's just deal with this like what is your problem like what is going on and trying in one sense in my mind to like get to the problem and deal with it so that she stops crying so that we can somehow move past it because again i want to move past that shame as fast as possible but i've already been triggered i've already been frustrated and so as a result i'm trying to heal i'm trying to heal somebody by attacking them it doesn't work at all ever but In my mind that's what i'm thinking i'm trying to i'm trying to fix the problem so i'm going to attack that person doesn't make sense to most people i know but just trying to share what's going on so as a result i come at the person all that does is increase that crying is increase that pulling away that promotes more shame promotes more guilt makes me more frustrated now i turn up the anger all it does is produce more crying more frustration more reactive abuse whatever it might be then i start raging then we start going more and more and more and more. And what I started realizing over a period of time is how that shame and that guilt are such a trigger and such a wheel that ends up making that person rage out more and more. And I had a realization one time of like, hey, if this continues to go on, if this cycle continues to go on, then in my mind, in the narcissist mind, it is a natural step to go from peace to peace to anger, to rage, to abuse. And when I realized that, something kind of triggered me in that particular day of like, wow, I have to be careful because I know I could get to that place where I would be okay mentally with abuse, like physical abuse. I would be okay with that if I didn't realize that. And understanding where that's coming from, understanding that shame cycle, that rage, that blame shifting that moves up more and more and more is crucial to understanding how I need to fix it. It It's crucial to understanding how I need to bring that awareness so I can start working on the transparency and the vulnerability of, hey, this is how I'm feeling in the moment. Is that easy? Not like it is so, so hard. It is so hard. I wanna say in the past month, I know of like one instance that I've like actually been able to identify it and say it to my wife out of multiple instances. But being able to get to the place of, hey, when you just communicated this, this is what I'm feeling. That's like crazy, crazy hard. But what I notice is when I start embracing that, when I start embracing that vulnerability piece, and I'm able to say, hey, what you just said triggers my shame, triggers my thought process that you're saying this about me, or it means this about our relationship, and to understand and be able to communicate that, it's crazy how much different it is. It's hard. It's hella hard, for sure. But what I've realized over a period of time, is I've done this for a long period of time. I've been narcissistic for a long period of time. I've been the villain in the relationship for a long period of time, and it hasn't changed. It hasn't gotten better doing what I have been doing. So the only thing that I can do now is to change what I have been doing to produce a better person, to develop into who I should be. And as a result, I can't go into that cycle being i feel shame let me have anger let me rage let me blame i can't keep doing that because it's not changing anything it's not changing my life it's not making it better for myself for my wife for my daughter so as a result i have to start looking and seeing that change is only going to happen through vulnerability and through honesty and if i can't be vulnerable if i can't be honest then i'm never going to change it's not comfortable it's not easy Half the time, is not what I want to do at all. But I know I have to walk through that. I have to go through that vulnerability. I have to go through that honesty to get to a place where I can be changed, where I can work on my healing, where I can work on my growth. And that's why I'm on here. If you're following me on YouTube, if you're following me on uh, podcasts, on Spotify, like thank you guys so much for your support. Uh, I'm on different platforms as well, so you can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook under Raw Motivations. If you wanna talk more, reach out to me. So I am a narcissist, I'm not a trained counselor, a therapist, but I do work with people. I do one-on-ones on my website rawmotivations.com and I work with people who are either narcissistic and they're trying to develop some self-awareness, they're trying to cut the lies, trying to get into therapy, or I deal with people who with narcissistic abuse And I try to help them break their trauma bond and focus on their healing and growth. And I have the privilege of working with a bunch of different people each and every day that are trying to break through those bonds and get to a place that are healing and that are happy. Would love to talk to you more. Thank you so much for listening.